Hi everyone, I wanted to bring you a little encouragement from a devotional book that I read today. The devotional book is called Thy Geekdom Come. It's a wonderful little devotional booklet that is full of different small lessons that draw inspiration from pop culture references like games and movies and TV shows and ties them into biblical lessons in some pretty fun and imaginative ways. I wanted to share one of them today because it touches quite heavily on what we were speaking about last night, which is joy being one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And this one today, the devotional is called Faith Doesn't Run on Happy Faces, and it's by Casey Covell. And it's based on a game series called Kingdom Hearts, which if you don't know, is a game series that involves a lot of Disney characters like Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, and and sets them in a story which has its own characters that are specific to Kingdom Heart as well. And so it begins with a quote by Donald Duck, which I am not going to do the voice of, uh, speaking to one of the characters, and it's just after they've in- met. Uh, and the quote is this, You can't come along looking like that, understand? No frowning, no sad face, okay? This boat runs on happy faces. Here's how the devotional goes. Shortly after the video game Kingdom Hearts begins, Sora loses his homeland to the darkness. His two childhood friends go missing, one turning to the proverbial dark side and the other becoming comatose. Sora finds himself in an unfamiliar world surrounded by strangers. If not for some timely advice from Donald and Goofy... Yes, that Donald and Goofy, it's a Kingdom Hearts thing. Sora might have let his circumstances transform him into the villain rather than the hero of his story. With a heavy sigh, Sora forces a ridiculous grin to his face, causing all three of them to erupt in laughter. By the end of their shenanigans, Sora's problems aren't solved. His friends are still missing and his homeland is still in shambles but he feels a little better from his efforts. This game-changing moment sets the stage for Sora's modus operatus in the future, facing trials with a smile, no matter how bad things get. Like Sora, the Apostle Paul often finds himself... uh, Sorry, like Sora, the Apostle Paul often finds his joy being put to the test. While traveling through Philippi and preaching the word of God, he and his companions are arrested beaten, stripped of their clothes, and imprisoned in stocks like violent criminals. Few would have blamed Paul for yelling at or at least doubting God, or choosing to quit his day job and return to Tarsus as a Pharisee. Instead, in the middle of a filthy, rat-infested prison full of convicted felons, Paul begins to sing, not the blues, but hymns of praise to God. To the rest of the prisoners, and perhaps even Paul himself, Singing hymns at that moment must have seemed like a silly, as silly as forcing a strained smile did to Sora. Unhappiness is the psychological common cold of the 21st century, an era supposedly marked by comfort and advancements. Perhaps surrounded by so much opportunity, we forget that joy is one thing not handed to us, but something we must choose for ourselves every day regardless of our circumstances. That is often easier said than done, 
especially when life hits hard and God seems distant? Why should we choose joy when our circumstances ask us to indulge in in unhappiness? While it's true that allowing our circumstances to control us is a crippling way to live, overcoming our circumstances through God's power is the way God intends for us to live. No, in all things we are more than conquerors through Him who loves us. Romans 8.37 Paul chooses joy not only... Sorry... Paul chooses joy not only to show his faith in God's goodness, but also to offer heavenly hope to those who are imprisoned around him. Rather than seeing his circumstances as cruel punishment, he sees them as an opportunity to minister to others as he might not otherwise, that he might not otherwise reach. Ultimately, his influence, backed by God's miraculous jailbreaking power, unifies the prisoners and saves the lives physically and spiritually, of the prison keeper and his family. Choosing joy isn't the same as being optimistic. And being empowered with the proverbial joy of the Lord doesn't mean being on a magical happy high all the time or plastering smiles on our faces when we need to grieve. Paul leaned towards rational realism, sometimes even pessimism, during his ministry. He realized that, with the right focus, he could find small ways to hold on to his joy, even in the midst of sorrow. Being chained to a brutish Roman guard all day is just another chance to share his testimony as far as Paul is concerned. He is so overflowing with joy, in fact, that he mentions the word 16 times in the book of Philippians, which he writes while under house arrest. Through that joy, Paul finds meaning in his sorrow and strength to conquer even greater trials. To him, each difficulty means that someone, somewhere, is hearing the life-saving message of the gospel. With his eyes firmly fixed heavenward, Paul hardly has the time or energy to focus on worldly woes. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions and calamities for the sake of Christ, Paul writes, for when I am weak, then I am strong, 2 Corinthians 12.10. His joy comes from his Savior, not his circumstances, and it single-handedly pushes him across the finish line of life. Instead of moping over his his missing friends and lost homeland, Sora chooses to literally grin and bear it. His physical and emotional journey served to strengthen his heart and the power of his keyblade. With the former, he saves his friends. With the latter, he saves his homeland, all because he chooses joy at a crucial time. Our lifestyles can inspire others to find this kind of joy, no matter their circumstances. But Christ's sacrifice is the source. We rely on God in the midst of We rely on God in our understanding of life, not our emotions, immersing ourselves in Him, His Word, and His fellowship. Even when we can't manage a smile because of the hardships we face, there is hope in knowing that we are loved through the pain. Our faith may not run on happy faces, but it is founded in Christ's sacrifice and God's promises to never leave 
nor forsake us.